Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Five Red Lights Formula One podcast, a podcast focusing on all things Formula One, as well as branching out into other series such as F2 and F3. Please don't forget to rate these podcasts where available if you enjoy it, and be sure to follow our social media at Five Red Lights Podcast on Instagram and at Five Red Lights F1 on Twitter. This episode is a review of the Spanish Grand Prix held this weekend in Barcelona. However, as always, before I start the review, I need to talk about the predictions that I made in the preview that I released on Friday. My first prediction was that Hamilton would win, you know, because I needed some points on the board, and of course, I was right. I also said he'd win by a decent margin, and you know, 15 seconds, I'd also count that. Um, second, I said there would be more of a battle between Ferrari and McLaren than in previous races. Um, not that it was shown on screen, but the Ferraris and the McLarens were quite similar in pace and Sainz was gaining on Ricardo at the end but he didn't quite get past him I don't think no he didn't get past him so I mean they're only like five points off in the constructors now so I'm gonna quite I was quite close with that one um, my final prediction was that Mazepin will get lapped by Schumacher and unfortunately Mick let me down and they both finished two laps behind the leaders this week, I'm again joined by Elizabeth, who is here to make sure I don't get carried away in my Mazepin slander. I'm a regular. What's it called? I'm a regular. So what did you think of Quali? <laughs> um, <laughs> right, okay. Um, I thought it was it was an alright Quali. I thought it was good that Russell got into um, Q2. Well, he tends yeah. to do that these days. Quickly. Uh, yeah, but it's always it's always a positive. One thing I will say is I do not know what is going on with Alpine. I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't particularly like it. Uh, Ocon qualifying fifth, just it's just not where I want to see him really. They literally like, put crack in the car on Saturdays and then they're on a come down on Sundays. Yeah, like, Ocon it's just qualified bizarre. fifth, but then I mean he definitely didn't finish fifth. Where did he finish ninth? A lap down. Exactly. Mm, interesting. But even the fact he's still in like the top ten just baffles me. Well, Alonso said that his 100% was not where Ocon is, so Alonso rates him apparently. Um. Mm. But yeah, That's... I don't. It's weird. I mean, I was disappointed to see Hamilton on pole, but I was not at all surprised. No. Yeah, it was pretty close though, wasn't it? It was like what, like 300 between. Hamilton the stuff. No. Yeah. I don't know what the decimal places are, the tenths, the hundreds, one of them. It was a hundredth. Well, it's three hundredths. Three hundredths difference. That's that was Not a, that a was lot. A no. So if Max had had a lighter breakfast, he might have he might have got pole, but you know. Not as devoted as Hamilton. <laughs> Only one slice of toast instead of that's the difference between Paul Nico Rosberg like took the laces out of his shoes and like stopped working out his legs to lose muscle so he could beat Hamilton that's really he he didn't he the reason he retired because like it ruined his life to beat Hamilton like <laughs> he stopped sharing a bed with his wife because he'd start adapting to time zones a week before the race and stuff oh my God. it's like method acting but for yeah, so then he got his world championship and was like, no thanks, not for me. 
I'm out. <laughs> I'd have just started chatting about absolute nonsense on YouTube. But I mean, the clerk in fourth. That that was sexy. He, I think he had the, he had one of the best weekends. Yeah, he did. He had a great weekend, and it's it's lovely. And having signs up in sixth as well is like it's lovely to see Ferrari not at the bottom. Well, I said in the race preview, because I'm an absolute genius, I said that mm-hmm. Ferrari and McLaren were going to be the like the third place battle this year. And if you look at Quali, both they were the only other team besides Mercedes and Red Bull to get both drivers. Oh no, I am chatting out my ass because Alonso qualified tenth somehow. Yeah, How did you yeah, do that? that's rare. I th- I don't think that's I don't think that's going to contribute towards a battle with McLaren and Ferrari. No, because the problem is, the yeah, no. Oh, well, McLaren and Ferrari qualify in the top 10 and stay in the top 10. Um, yeah. O- Ocon and Alonso, well, Ocon did, but that's only because he qualified fifth. Alonso just kind of disappeared yeah. off the face of the earth. But signs... I will say I was oh. marginally disappointed with Norris's quality. Well, yeah. Like... Well, um, he ba- in Q3... Mazepin ruined one of his laps so then he yeah, had to use a set of use, not in Q3 obviously in Q1 or something anyway um, it meant he didn't have like a, a new set of tyres for Q3 so it kind of buggered him up a bit because oh. like I mean he qualified ninth, but he was 4 tenths off Ricardo, and there is no way he was actually 4 tenths slower yeah considering he was is- faster in Q2 and Q1 I think Ricardo is just on fresh tyres. Yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it? Because, I mean, then again, Ricardo was out-qualified in 3-1 to one so far. Which, oh my god, he has, hasn't he? Yeah. You know who else? You know who had a stinker? Yuki Tsunoda. Bless his soul. He just, but... he just, he qualified 16th, got out of the car, was like, my, my team are crap, I hate them all. <laughs> and then obviously he got told off, and on Instagram he was yeah. like, I'm very sorry. I shouldn't. I should typical been professional. Yeah, the typical Instagram apology. Yeah. And yeah. Breaking my it... silence. <laughs> Taking accountability. <laughs> that is what's going on here. But it, yeah, it was. It is a disappointing quality for him. But you know, I don't know. I don't. I, can't, I don't know if he's struggling to work out the car or if he's just not really up to F1 standards. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's. He just, like, I mean, he was mint in Bahrain and he shows moments of being classed. I think he's just like, he doesn't, I don't know, he tries to drive a car how it doesn't want to be driven, I think. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. a certain style that that car needs, which Gasly, well, I say Gasly, Gasly had like two class qualities at the start of the year and then he goes and puts it in 12th. I thought there'd be yeah. regulars in Q3. Me too. Apparently not. I think so, as well. So, that, yeah. There's been a bit of a switcheroo. I thought like Alpha Tauri would be sort of climbing more mm. than like Alpine are. And you've got just Aston Martin are just disappointing. Yeah. Like every weekend they make me sad. <laughs> it's like, oh, what a lovely them. car. It's a shame we only ever get to see it in two out of the three qualifying sessions. <laughs> yeah. It's not great, to be honest. Stroll was 
I don't know, was he even anywhere close to Q3? I don't know, can't tell who came 10th in Q1. Q2. He was 100th. Oh no, he wasn't. No, that... If you're looking at the same timings that I am, that's... Yeah, what, I know, it's not in this... I can't really tell. I don't think he was... Um, I don't know, probably like a 10th-ish. Vettel's further off. Then I said, yeah. Vettel was less than a tenth, just over a tenth off Stroll. But I don't know. I suppose Vettel's never really driven a car like that for, for a long time. No, that's And the Ferrari is very different to what that Aston Martin is. But then again, he's a four-time world champion, so we should probably be getting on top of it a bit faster, you know? Yeah, yeah He's getting think. beaten by Stroll every week, and then everyone goes on about Stroll being naff and a pay driver and only there because his dad owns the team, but he is beating four-time world champion every single week. So, <laughs> like, Yes, but as we did say last week, I, I think it's very clear that Vettel's just not... He's not... He's in, in the mood. Absolutely dusted. It. I think his heart's in it, but then again, his heart's in a lot of other things. Over lockdown, he did an internship at an organic farm because he's like well, that. They- He's not, he's not not focused, clearly. <laughs> he's not focused. What else do you want to do over lockdown? Huh. That is very true. All Max Verstappen did was steal Kvyat's well, <laughs> the mother of Kvyat's <laughs> children. <laughs> oh, God. The tea. He's also 10 years old. She's like 10 years older than him as well. I know. It's funny. Oh. Just steal, steal his car, steal his wife, girlfriend, or whatever oh, she was. I can't remember. I, yeah, he was... Oh, well, mother of his kid. Yeah. His daughter was born. Kvyat's daughter was born. Kvyat's last decent weekend of his life ever. Um, 2019 German Grand Prix. His daughter was born and he got a podium. Um, And now he's the the Alpine (laughs) reserve driver. He just peaked all at once. I think think Kvyat's actually doing Pirelli testing this week. Oh. Um, which is, yeah, I mean, it's something. Yeah. But then again, so is Albon. Mm, Albon's been shipped over to DTM. So. Oh, well. Yeah. Moving well, even further down. Well, Giovinazzi 14th, good on you. He, he just exists, doesn't he? Let's be honest. Yeah. Raikkonen 17th, that's a shock. That's like the lowest he's qualified for a long time. Um, Russell 15th so we said well he's that's, that's George Russell's grid slot like he might as well just write his name on it because he always gets into Q2 <laughs> and then comes bottom by about three tenths um, Snowden 16th shocking Schumacher out qualified Latifi by a tenth of a second that is we like to see that however it's... Latifi out qualified Mazepin by six tenths <laughs> which we also like to see so um, and expect to see the gap the gap between 4th and 10th in Q3 was the gap between 19th and 20th in Q1 which is impressive into perspective how bad Marzipan is then I don't know what does <laughs> I don't know Schumacher had a good weekend I like Schumacher uh, I don't know everyone's like ah oh, Schumacher baby diddums like ah oh, but then again he, did, he is just doing so much better than Mazepin to be fair to Mazepin yeah. he didn't spin this weekend or did he yeah did he spin in did he spin in Q1 P1 practice one Maz a spin 
You know, I'm gonna check the website. I um, can't remember. Mazda spin. When did Nikita Mazda pin last spin? Never mind. My Wi-Fi is not working. Oh yeah, there we go. How long has it been since Nikita Mazda pins last spin? <laughs> I don't know. He probably had, probably had for twenty minutes. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's been four days. <gasps> he's spawning FP1. Mean? Yes, he's spanning FP1 because he didn't complete a lap. I remember now. Oh. I think as soon as he pressed the accelerator, he um, ban, which sounds about right. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Russian government, there will be no allegations of vote tampering in this podcast because <laughs> I keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, we do. But then again, Mazepin did get that. third in driver of the day with 7% of the vote. I saw that. Did you see he posted, like, I really appreciate the votes, guys. And it's like, no, they all hate you. It's, it's a <laughs> I joke. I he gets, yeah, it's a joke. I don't know if he gets it, though. Like, someone like him, he's just like, yes, they love me. I'm a fan favourite. <laughs> Probably, to be honest. Yeah. Well, he is a fan favourite. Who else has a website after them? <laughs> Saying how many times... How, how I don't many know, I'm sure all the other drivers fan. have fan pages. And international fan groups <laughs> of people that actually like them. just taking the piss out of him anyway in the race moving swiftly yes. onwards to the race which was probably I don't mean it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be no it wasn't because in my, in the preview I did I did chat a lot of bad things about the race um, well and Spain I still don't like reputation. for being naff yeah yeah which is a shame uh, yeah. I don't even know. Verstappen got ahead of Hamilton on the first lap. That was beautiful. It made me very happy. Mm-hmm. I, that I, that, was absolutely stunning. That's the best thing that's happened to me in about a month. Um, <laughs> it didn't last, which is a shame. Well, it lasted quite a while. True, but I think that was only because it's so hard to overtake. Like Hamilton would get like really, really yeah. close to him on the straight, and then he just couldn't follow and couldn't overtake for the rest of the lap. And then on the straight, he'd just fend him off, and then he'd get away. It was just a bit repetitive. Like the gap would just go from four tenths to one point one seconds, and then last corner, Hamilton gets DRS just about four tenths back up to one point one, and then he go back down. Yeah. Is that for like twenty laps? Yeah. Meanwhile, Bottas was stuck behind the clerk in a Ferrari that was so much slower than the Mercedes, but he just physically couldn't overtake. That was I was very happy to see that. Bottas behind the clerk. That was unexpected, but a joy Unexpected, to watch. but seeing Bottas behind someone is not a surprise. No. But <laughs> like, behind a Ferrari. <laughs> it's just true. Well, it's nice to see. Yeah. It didn't last exactly. like. No. Once again, it was outstanding. He had an incredible weekend. He did have an incredible weekend. Shame. I don't know. He held on to third for so long. I knew he was going to get got, but at the same time, I was like, fair play. I think it's really promising. Like if he can, if he can show that kind of driving and that promise at the moment, like I, I think it's a really good sign. I think he's mm. a great, a really, really great talent. What, what did a bit you, of spice. True, a bit of spice. What, what did you think of Bottas just... What? Not getting out of the way. Oh, 
did you see what he said afterwards? He was like, I was doing my own race. My own race. <laughs> I was like, it's like you're okay, racing maybe. your own race, but yeah, you're in an identical car to Hamilton, but you are 30 seconds behind. Do you know what? I respect it. I, I don't respect Bottas at all. No, but I think it's quite funny. If I saw Bottas in the street, I would laugh at him. Yeah, right, that's fine. But if it gave Verstappen even one lap more of not having Hamilton overtake him, then I am grateful. But it didn't matter because he did him six laps to the end, so... <laughs> I know. But Speaking of that... I don't know. We need to see what would make it more exciting instead of just spending two hours every Sunday watching Mercedes race around the track and not move. Like, is a fight between the Mercedes... Not going to happen. And just happen. Well, this was an inkling. Bottas doesn't Bottas. have the Bottas doesn't have the stones. Well, he does one. He does one. Bottas does one rebellious thing a season. That's his rebellious thing for this season. Last season was him giving Verstappen the toe in Russia, and then <laughs> the season before was him saying "f you" to Mercedes when he won in Australia, and then didn't win again for the next however many races. And then he does one thing a season, and then. Toto's like, I've got your balls in my purse. Do that again in your night racing in DTM. And he's like, yeah, to be fair. And then he goes back in his cage and starts letting Hamilton overtake him every race. Uh, he gets big right. for his boots and then he's like, sorry, please don't <laughs> fire me. Well, don't replace that's... me with the much faster man in the Williams. I hope we see that soon. But that that's the way he is. That's the way Bottas is. I mean I don't we think we'll see Russell it. in the Mercedes next season. Hamilton said he wants to sign a new contract before the summer. Um, yeah, I saw that. And they are not going to put Hamilton and Russell in the same car because the way Hamilton like makes Bottas look like a fourteen year old, Russell made Bottas look like a fourteen year old in one weekend. <laughs> and you have two drivers like that in the same team and you get a Hamilton-Rosberg dynamic and then that just ends in violence. Yeah, that's true, actually. Because like, Russell can, no, will actually compete. You can have the... Like, Russell could be the nicest person ever and he'd still be... They'd still be bastards to each other. Like, Rosberg and Hamilton... don't know if you've seen the videos. Like, they were, like, mates from being, like, 14 in, like, karting and stuff. And yeah. then, um, like, when... There's a video from like a race, can't remember, it might have been America or something like, oh, like 2007, maybe, I don't know. It was back when Lewis, back before Lewis Hamilton's hair transplant. Um, and then, and then he, um, I, I mean, what hair transplant? But, um, and they're like, they both get on the podium and they're like hugging each other. And then now they just, now, and then by the time Rosberg, Rosberg retired, they just didn't speak. It is very sad, isn't it? But, I mean, what so, do you expect? Yeah. Taking a friendship into true, I, but I, I just because of that, sport. I don't think Mercedes would ever risk having someone who wasn't an absolute bitch like Bottas in the second seat. Yeah, they'll always have like the dominant one, and then the one that like mm. the supporting act, wingman. Yeah, like a Barrichello. You've been watching F1 long enough to know what Barrichello means. I know what it means. Yeah. Do you go on? Well, I know Rubens Barrichello was a Formula yeah. One driver. Oh, uh, it was just Michael Schumacher's teammate at Ferrari, who was like, he was like, was that a rivalry? He was like, Schumacher, he was like Schumacher's Bottas. Let's be honest. Oh. But he, I mean, 
I don't know. I think he's he's a bit better than he's probably better than Bottas. It's always got to be like that though when you've got the dominating teams though, isn't it? Yeah. Like, but it is also nice seeing teammates try and kill each other, like Rosberg, Hamilton, Prost, and Senna when they were both at McLaren thirty years ago. Um, yeah. But yeah, moving away. I mean, I I think if they'd pitted Verstappen for softs on lap fifty, or yeah. for softs whenever whenever Hamilton came in for his mediums, if they'd have, if they'd have waited the next lap and then they'd have put Verstappen on softs. The softs lasted a decent amount of time. I think Verstappen could have won. Or even, when Hamilton overtook Verstappen, yeah, and then they brought Verstappen in for softs, he had six laps, and he reeled in 10 seconds on Hamilton. He only finished 15 seconds behind him. I think they could have won if they'd have pulled the trigger when Hamilton pitted. Because I don't know if you saw all the comparisons to Hungary. It was like that race in Hungary. What was that, 2019? Oh, yeah, when they were like, this is Hungary all over again. It was literally identical. Yeah. Like, the only difference is Hungary's a bit dustier. That's literally (laughs) it. And, yeah. Yeah, but I agree, because I think on the lap after after Hamilton pitted, the distance between them was like 23, 24 seconds. And so obviously that's just under sort of the amount of time a pit stop would have taken. So I agree, if Verstappen would have pitted, he would have at least been able to fight for... Mm. for and Paul. like, he, um, what's it? I mean, it was a risk because they had one crap pit stop already. Yeah, that's so true. You never know. But anyway, enough about those lot. Um, uh, Perez got back up to fifth. That's not bad. Yeah, it's an alright race from him. Ricardo sixth, standard. To be fair, I'm yeah. shocked. I mean, Ricardo held off Perez for a decent amount of time, but mm-hmm. Sainz was catching him at the end. But he stayed ahead of him, and that's the important thing. Yeah. I I. It was a good race, from Ricardo. I wouldn't completely. I don't know. I think if they can get the setup right, like McLaren Ferrari. If Bottas bottles it, which he loves to do, there's no reason a McLaren or a Ferrari couldn't get a podium with a decent first lap and a good quality at Monaco. Ooh. There's a bit of carnage. Like, Ricardo loves a bit of Monaco. He could have won it about four times. No, three, two, three times if Red Bull just weren't snakes. I wonder what it'll be like in the McLaren, though. Yeah, true. Well, you never know. There's fans there, so that'd be nice. That will be nice. Hmm. Gasly finished 10th so that was disappointing finished slightly yes. behind Ocon mm. what? <laughs> oh, that, that, just... doesn't, that doesn't feel right to say no it doesn't does it? no Stroll 11th Vettel 13th is that not where they started? Um, it actually is Yep, okay, yeah. so solid race from Aston Martin. Very consistently <laughs> mediocre. And that's what we like to see. They didn't lose places. They didn't lose places. George Russell gained a place. Go, George. Yeah. He, um, you love that? Mm, yeah, it looked like he was going to get points. And then everyone on social media and the commentators were like, George Russell's, in, like, George Russell's looking a bit pointy. He might 
he might, he might get his first one and, and then he just gets overtaken by four, by four cars he's like oh never mind he's not getting the point <laughs> bless his soul but uh, yeah we'll keep praying for him it'll happen eventually Even, it, it, might, yeah. it might take 11 cars DNFing but he will get a point no even four cars DNFing there was like only only Sonoda DNF like well, yeah, there, well, there have been races where two, three, maybe four cars of DNF. True. So, I mean, the only reason he finished 14th instead of 15th is because Alonso pitted right at the end. Weirdly. I oh, think he yeah, did. That was weird, wasn't it? He just dropped down to 17th. I mean, he's out of the points already. I think they might have been trying. I don't know what they were trying, but they were trying something. Well, didn't like five people go for fastest lap at the end? I don't know. I think but Alonso was, was Alonso was in a DRS train, I think. So he was stuck at the front of it with no DRS and he just got overtaken by like five cars in three laps. Uh, which I like to think about because he would have been fe- he would have been screaming in his helmet. He hates to be over. He would have been absolutely livid. Oh yeah, I remember it was a nice little battle at the end, wasn't it? Mm. It was like with those yeah, you're right, those five cars that had DRS. That was that was a cute little <laughs> yeah. cute little moment. Battling Schum- for zero points. She exactly. Schumacher and Mazepin both finished two laps down, um, which is a shame. I want to know how many seconds Mazepin finished behind Schumacher, but he doesn't tell me on the F1 app, which is rather disappointing. I imagine it's about forty-five. I'm surprised it wasn't more than. A well, lap maybe it was a minute. I can't remember. I think I saw it somewhere. Still embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, Schumacher overtook Latifi at one point, and then I mean, didn't last. But, yeah. I mean, the problem is Schumacher just drives solid races. Mazepin gets on TV just for being a bit of a tosser. Like when Toto was on with the FIA, like, FIA, like move him, yes, get him out that, of the way. Michael, you make graphic. us lose the position. <laughs> this guy. That was impeccable. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was um. Well, he's just that's second weekend in a row. He's ignored. <laughs> Several blue flags. I think it was like five this time. Yeah. I don't know. He's gonna. He needs more of those graphics, though. I'm if I was a homeowner in Monaco, I'll be terrified that Mazepin was going to end up on my balcony. <laughs> like there is literally no way he doesn't end up imprinted in a barrier. Or on my yacht. Like the thing is, you can. It's Spain. There's massive gravel traps. You can spin. If you if you spin at Monaco, like you never mind Mazda spin, Mazda swim. Ha! He's going <laughs> in the harbour. <laughs> yeah, that, that would actually be quite. That might add quite a bit of spice to the it's race. A shame, it's a shame that Monaco do all that land reclamation stuff. It's a shame they did it because they used to like before the tunnel in Monaco. They used to drive over like a bridge. Right. Um, in like the eighties, I'm talking. It used to be like a bridge, and if that was still the case, Mazda would be going off the edge of it quite fun flying f1 cars i mean i think did it happen once i can't remember it either happened in real life or it happened in an f1 film from like the 60s and (laughs) i don't know either way it's a cool on (laughs) board so maybe we'll get a replication of that hopefully well i mean hopefully yeah and hopefully the seatbelt gets stuck i didn't say that russian government That is, that is shady. They've got me on a list. They actually have. Have you? How have you gone the whole week without touching a door handle? Hmm? 
I've also not drunk oh. any wine just in case. <laughs> or, um, how else did he? I don't know. <laughs> how else, <laughs> they... how, how else do people have natural deaths in Russia? <laughs> no. Stop it. We There will be a blacklist. Oh no. <laughs> what a shame. However will I get through my life? <laughs> Move on. Sonoda. Sonoda? Well, I mean, what about Sonoda? His he car turned off. And then he forgot to put the parking brake on and it started rolling backwards. <laughs> I was, we were, he started to get out. I was like, um, I think he's still going somewhere, mate. Well, he just he stood he up got on your brake. stood up, and it started going backwards. I was like, oh. Yeah. Well, you got it moving again. <laughs> <laughs> if only that would turn the engine on. Uh, is it a coincidence that he slagged his team off and then 12 hours later, 24 hours later, his car turned off? I don't think so. <laughs> is that punishment? No, it was definitely an accident. But Because it makes Honda not look great. Or, yeah, no, would it be Honda's fault? I don't know if it was the engine or just the car. Turning itself off. Mm, I don't know. I don't know how F1 cars work. Either way, it doesn't, okay. make, them, it doesn't make them look very good. No. Which is shame. I mean, where did he qualify? 16th. It was 16th, wasn't it? Yeah. I think uh, it was 16th. Yeah. Yeah. Sonoda did, in fact, qualify 16th. So, I mean, likely, if he hadn't have DNF'd, Russell just would have finished 15th. That is true. So, there you go. Sonoda did something with his weekend. He made Russell look all right. <laughs> But he might, Russell finished ahead of Giovinazzi, but then again, Giovinazzi did have that pit stop where he, the tyre just came out flat. Oh my gosh, yeah. That was dramatic. Mm, rather sticky. But also it was Giovinazzi's car, so I don't think anyone So they, they didn't really take any major points off him, did they? Or any points. <laughs> it, no. was when, it was when they like cut to his pit stop. And I was like, what's going on here? And there's just a mechanic punching the tyre. I was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Like, don't get too angry Anger. About it. <laughs> just like, I am fuming. Just <laughs> putting his fist through it. Yeah. To be fair, mechanics have had a tough weekend. Schumacher nearly ran one of his over. Oh, dear. But I must say, there were some speedy pit stops this weekend. Yeah, but not when it mattered. Bloody Verstappen. And then... I know. For some reason, Alpine were like, oh, yeah, 2.1 second stop on Ocon. So why? I know. It was bizarre once again but no I, lo- I love a good speedy pit stop true it's a shame Red Bull went on it this weekend well no they did a fast stop on Perez which meant he finished fifth instead of fifth because uh, <laughs> he finished 10 seconds ahead of Ricardo. so unless they'd have like only put three wheels on the car like he was always going to finish ahead of Ricardo, realistically. But then again, it had taken quite a long time to get past. Oh, but Perez's pass on Ricardo was awfully sexy. Do you remember? Yes, it he was. Just, he just did not lift in turn. Well, he did lift, but you know what I mean? You know, turn one, right. Ooh, beautiful. Yeah. It, that, that was, was a bit nice. That was a good one. A bit nice. It was a bit nice. Yeah. <laughs> a bit too nice. Hmm. How can it be too nice? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just looking at the things. I didn't know Norris got lapped. Me neither. Norris got lapped and then Norris was the last car to get lapped. Oh my God, he did. 
and I think signs must have been about well, 74 seconds signs must have been about 15 seconds off being lapped because it's like a no about no what is it in the race is it like a one minute what was fastest lap one minute 18 oh so signs yeah. was about five seconds off being lapped that was Sticky a close one, one. That is strange, actually. Norris getting. I mean, not really. Last that. season, last season in Barcelona, everyone but the podium got lapped. Well, at least it wasn't a repeat of that. True, but Hamilton did win by nearly twenty seconds, and he won. Well, to be fair, they've taken ten seconds out of him. He won by twenty-five last time. Progress. Yeah, so maybe in three seasons' time, Red Bull will be a second ahead. Yay! Go, go, go! <laughs> Go, Christine. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It makes me sad when I see all this stuff on social media, like, Hamilton's best ever F1 start. And I'm like, please. Everyone, as everyone if was like, yeah, well title enough. fight. And then he goes and has yeah. his best ever start. And it's like, but to be fair, it just shut all the people, the people who are like, oh, if Hamilton ever had to fight against anyone, he'd get beaten because he's not that good. And then Verstappen actually gives him a run for his money and he, does, he wins three out of four races. Yeah. Easily. Exactly. Well, not easily. Like, you can't he'd have won it. I don't know. I think he does a chance he'd have won Imola if he hadn't have pelted it into a wall. Perhaps. And just decided to creep forward and take his front wing off. <laughs> like, everyone always talks about, oh, he had the clarity of mind to reverse and get out the gravel without being beached in the gravel. It's like, yeah, but he also crept forward and took his wing off before that. <laughs> he actually did, didn't he? Like, no one talks rolling. about that part of it. Everyone's like, oh, well, that's, that shows the experience. He managed to get out of the gravel. But it's like, yeah, but it was, to be fair, he put himself in there. So, well done. You, you know, he's, at least that's definitely neutral. I, I like, agree, actually. And he was trying to, he put, him in, he put himself in the gravel trying to get around a Williams. It's like, you could have waited 10, me, like, 10 meters out of the corner and you'd have been <laughs> so far ahead of him. No, that that is true. I think he got a bit a bit ahead of himself there. Mm, but I mean, he was outstanding. It's annoying seeing Hamilton win every week. It's not even like I don't even dislike Hamilton. I just it just whoever if, no. if it was Norris winning every week, I get bored of it. Yeah. It is it is peak but, when there's fans there and Hamilton crashes and everyone cheers. <laughs> yeah, imagine hitting oh. a wall at 180 miles an hour and everyone's like, yes. <laughs> oh. He's out. Oh, God. Then again, I don't think he's crashed in a race for about five years. Yeah, exactly. Like, actually crashed. Like, he's been crashed into by an angry... When's the last time he even got hit? Like, I remember in, like, 2017, Vettel just hit him behind a safety car in Azerbaijan because he got angry (laughs) with him. Like, pulled up beside him and just turned into him. And then Hamilton was like... Hamilton was like... Vettel hit me and Vettel was like Hamilton got in the way and he'd very clearly <laughs> just turned into him <laughs> hmm. do you know what annoyed me again he did it again this weekend was when he's like my tyres are shot my tyres are on the way out and, and then, then and then they pit Verstappen and he's like tyres yeah. are good so shut <laughs> up absolutely stonkingly I'm going to go sit on top of the grandstand with a sniper and just take one of his tyres out next time he says that I'm getting <laughs> bored of it he's like tyres are shot and it's like okay so that means you can only get another 35 laps out of them Thirty-five laps. He's only one about of them. to set the fastest lap. Yeah, tires are shot, fastest lap sorted. Okay, nice. He's like, oh, my tires are knackered, and then he's going and he's taking out like, a second out of a staff and every lap. And he's like, right, yeah, are they? Shots, are they? You say 
It is so annoying. I don't believe you. No. Mm. It's he's being very obvious about it but he clearly he clearly says though. that when his tires are on absolute top form yeah like the, and when he's about to like that amazon graphics like oh hamilton's tires are on like 20 percent life and it's like no they're not they're on at least 95 <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that is annoying oh, anyway so if you had to sum up your thoughts about the race very quickly Better than expected, but ended disappointingly. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't, yeah. Am I wrong? <laughs> no, true. <laughs> like well, the fact that it basically started like. I mean, there was about four exciting laps. Was... Yeah. Which was four more than last time. <laughs> So, yeah. you know, <laughs> you can't really complain. Four out of 66. That's, it was that's just a success meh. rate. Yeah, it was, yeah. Meh. The highlights video is about three minutes long. But I feel like, I feel like they always, they focus on, they just show you Verstappen, like, trying to pace away from Hamilton and there's, like, overtakes going on in the midfield that they just do not address. Uh, address. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is true. It... Well, it's always difficult, isn't it? Whether about like the coverage just shows like the front. I think there was a season where Signs was on TV for about forty seconds in total. He just never used to get shown. Poor Signs. Indeed. It's, but even though, but that's why that battle of like those five people, like with Alonso and the DRS, like at the back, a few laps before the end. That's why that was actually interesting. Even though they were battling for like 17th or something, it was still a battle and it was quite spicy. There was a, there was a, there was a lot of people involved. So True, but the I problem is if you have five cars that. in a line who each have DRS on each other, they tend to stay in a line. Like, yeah, but a they'll all overtake the, line. They'll, well, they'll all overtake the front car. Yeah. And then they'll all still have DRS on each other. And then it's like, right. And unless one of them is a lot faster and they can break away, it just kind of but repeats. on a track like Spain, where... Well, it's hard it, to overtake it's anyway. It's hard to overtake. So then and you have the front bit... car without DRS, who you still can't overtake, and then you have to spend 10 laps behind each other. But that wasn't what happened. It was a bit. There was like 10 seconds of coverage that was like weaving we thought there was a we thought there was a crash that was going to happen at one point unfortunately like if someone crashes safety car comes out now a safety car on like the 60th lap would have been beautiful because verstappen was on softs by then and he would have absolutely noosed hamilton yeah like verstappen on softs on hit safety car restart and it made hamilton look like a little girl not that there's anything wrong with that but you know what i mean um don't cancel me but he would have absolutely skinned him yeah, someone should have taken one for the team. Isn't that what Alpha Tari are for? Yeah, but there's only one Alpha Tari left in the race and the other one was 10th. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some, some should have just... I don't know. They need a self-destruct button on Masvin's car. <laughs> to be fair, sure it... Po- huh? I'm sure he has one. You'd hope so. <laughs> yeah. Waiting for the orders to use it. Yeah. <laughs> Waiting for the orders, you know, in his ear. Just like, now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. A couple of weeks, isn't it, till the next 
Monaco, we've got Monaco. one weekend off. Yeah. And then Monaco. Which is a very exciting race with overtakes every lap. Not. You're pulling my leg. <laughs> no, it's extremely exciting. I might just watch Saturday and then have a day off on Sunday. Watch the highlights, all 30 seconds of them. Look, you. we thought that Sunday's race, that Spain was going to be absolutely dire. True. So and it was only dire for 62 laps. You've not seen Ricardo <laughs> in a McLaren in Monaco. And you've not seen Marzipan in Monaco. In the so harbour or a wall. I would, I would hold your breath. In my race preview for the Spanish Grand Prix, I also mentioned that Formula 3 was making its return this weekend. And... Um, well, it lived up to expectations. Championship favourite, Hauger, won the feature race on Sunday for full points. However, especially the second uh, sprint race on Saturday was incredibly exciting. I think it was twice in the race, the lead two cars crashed into each other, which enabled Oli Caldwell to win for Prima. And it's just a bit unfortunate that Formula 3 doesn't make a return until the end of June in France of all circuits. First Barcelona and then Paul Ricard, they've not really got very lucky with their track selection so far. Anyway, thanks for listening to this review of the Spanish Grand Prix, which I will admit was not as bad as I made it sound in the podcast I released on Friday. However, it wasn't exactly a classic, I'll say that. The race was definitely more... Well, if you like strategy, you'd like that race. If you like racing, not so much. Uh, Thank you for listening. Um, the next episode will be released on Tuesday I haven't decided what it will be yet um, it's a surprise if you enjoy please follow the podcast and give it a rate where possible and don't forget to follow our social media at 5 f one on Twitter and at 5 Podcast on Instagram cheers again and see you later